Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 12th of November. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And I hope you listened to my auto tweet, which was not even like, uh, yeah, didn't even do it myself uh, enough. I had like two or three Highsmith and they were all with my late scratch Markel Fultz lineups. So that's why I didn't win all the money last night. I did still win a fair amount of money. It's just not, when it's not thousands for NBA, it doesn't feel like as much. I'm up pretty much every night in NBA, though. It's like, because I'm good at it. Anyway, so um, also because of the way I'm playing it, let me show you what I do for tonight. Um, I'm just, I'm starting to emphasize pace of play considerations at the beginning of each slate, and it's really working out. Um, obviously not with the heat play from yesterday. That was just Jimmy being out and knowing Haywood Highsmith has it in him to have a great day of basketball. Have the jersey up. I should have known. Oh, you know, when you have a personal background with a player, it becomes a problem, right? Because you can't. You can't examine the slate um, without the apps with, with, you know, he's only a hundred thousand dollars. It's hard not to think I'm being a homer or going back to a guy because I like him when he's the best play. You just got to go to him, man. I I knew I talked all my entire video yesterday was about what could, whatever, what happens on Duncan Robinson chalk days. And eventually he got there kind of, I don't think he was optimal still, but my whole point was, he never goes off. He is still shooting dependent. It's not the kind of thing where usage comes his way. For sure, there are points. Usage comes his way. There may be points. Two different things. Anyway, for today's slate, much of the same. Actually, yeah. What the? Where is Haywood Highsmith? <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way right away. Uh, hey, Haywood? Uh, Haywood? So 21. Yeah, that's not going to be act in 30 minutes. Yeah, okay. Well, that's not correct. If Jimmy, this is, so this is a Jimmy's outbuild. So in a Jimmy's outbuild, I want more. I mean, I'm at 30% already. I'm already heavy on Hive Smith, but he's he's playing more minutes than that in their current rotation. So, or I'm, he has, sorry, he has more usage. This usage must be, yeah, let me see if Jimmy's in, in their consideration. So Jimmy, yeah, they have Jimmy like maybe in. It's personal reasons. If he's in, obviously, just don't do, don't play Hive Smith. And put Hawkes, everybody goes back to their, uh, you have to remember when you've changed the projection too. Saberson's not going to go back and unchange your projection. So you either have to reclick a new build or undo the ones specifically you want to undo, depending on how much like artifice you have built in. Now, most of my changes today are not individual changes. They're coming from here. So I just, I got the games and I was like, okay, Detroit, Chicago, these are two teams that like to play at a low pace. Let's have them be down at the bottom. Same thing with Houston and Denver. Both of those teams like a low pace. They'll just agree to it. There's neither one of them is going to push the pace. It's only in a game where you have a pace like difference or like, they're both fast in Dallas and Phoenix or Dallas and New Orleans and uh, OKC and Phoenix. So those ones I feel more comfortable projecting will go over their totals. Obviously, anything could happen in any one of these games. But I think teams with higher pace are more likely to hit overs on their totals. I don't know if that's a math thing. I probably should double check that that is a math thing because I can make a lot of money on prop betting if I lived in a state with legal prop betting, which I don't. But someday I will. OK, now you understand how my priorities are set here in California and why I do so much DFS. It's because that's how to make money here. Uh, but yeah, so Lakers are another kind of slow paced team. And then you get to teams that are like fighting for pace and going quickly, I think. So uh, Miami, San Antonio, um, just slightly above pace. I think I think what I did there is I want them to be middle of the pack because they're about middle of the pack pace. So, yeah, that's kind of I just try to envision each game and where we have a um, where we have a high pace and a low pace team playing each other. You have to make a decision about what you think is going to happen in that game. Either it blows out, high-paced team scores all the points, low-paced team doesn't, or we get the situation where the low-paced team outperforms their normal pace and scoring expectation and keeps up with the high-paced team. So 
you just have to decide which one of those are you going to go on. And that's, you make that choice before you begin building the slate. That's, we have the best thing SaberSim does is the way they select for high or low scoring games. They've been really smashing it for me this week in NBA that way. So I highly recommend you start that way as well. That's how I won my $1,000, whatever it was. I did not say play, who was it? Um, the Hayward, yeah, Charlotte shooting guard. No explicit rule to include him or not include him. But I goose that game to 125. And in games where Charlotte scores 125, what happens? Hey, almost all the time, Hayward Highsmith scores, or not Hayward Highsmith, Gordon Hayward. That's why it's hard. They have a very similar name in there, uh, but he he scores a lot. So that's why I like it because the play you make is is kind of higher level and and they kind of filter out through the games where they, you know, if, if they score a lot of points, well, that means a lot of points, a lot of assists, a lot of rebounds for this fella. So I like that. Uh, forks I have out there. I have the Bassey Collins fork. It's not going to matter. Uh, Detroit Bigs Max 1. Detroit's not on the slate. Didn't need to click that one. Oh, yeah, they are. So where are all the Detroit Bigs? What are we projecting for Duran in or out? Out. So without, I presume we're projecting Bagley. Yeah, Bagley to be a very solid play. Makes sense. I'm going to have him be, uh, yeah, perfect. Slightly overweight on Bagley. No restriction. Um, but then who's the backup to Bagley? It's uh, either Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, not really. He's overpriced now. And the there's one other Detroit big who's kind of in play off the bench now. Oh, yeah, right. He's in the rule. Detroit Bigs Max 1. Wiseman. Where is Wiseman? He got a lot of minutes the other game. Yeah, so you can think about if you want to have the Wiseman fork be real or not. Is he min price? If so, I'm going to have the fork. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, because like Wiseman could definitely get extended if Bagley gets in foul trouble against Vucevic, which, uh, yeah, that's definitely in the range of outcomes. Don't you guys think so? And Wiseman's not a bad point for minute guy. If he gets extended, he could be the play of the slate. Uh, yeah. I kind of half believe in this play, so let's 22 it. Another thing I'll do later on is um, I'll come back and look at the plays. And yeah, so if Wiseman's going to be the top play of the slate for reasons that are not real, that are like, you know, I'm kind of making them up on the fly, then I'll bump him down to just be a pretty good play like Bassey, right? Bassey and Wiseman, they're basically the same play. And you should be sprinkling them. If you're a 150 maxer and you're not playing backup centers, you're going to lose to me every time. And I'm not even 150 max. So... I'm telling you, you need to have backup centers. Look at where they fall. These are not incredible games for James Wiseman or Charles Bassey. They can both hit higher than this. This is just sampling the they are playing minutes games, right? That's what I'm doing with 20. So, yeah, that will include the range of outcomes where they score more than 20 probably. Well, yeah, so it's the same game plan. If if Jimmy's out, then we're playing the Heat. The Heat are in a – they're playing San Antonio, which is a terrible team. So anyway, it's not a hard, it's not a hard slate today. The only other custom boosts I've done, I don't understand how people are projecting Jalen Green. They're projecting him for like 32 minutes or something. I don't, maybe 30 minutes in a usage that's just not even close to what he's getting on this team. They're saying in 34 minutes, Jalen Green gets 28 points. Fantasy points. Jalen Green for Houston? Not sure we're talking about the same guy here, fellas. This is a very high usage player who can contribute all across the board. So I've I just been boosting him to 36 every might night and making money so you should do that too i 36 is a bit high actually on this slate maybe i got a 34 because the other so when you make a change like that you want to do a couple things you want to make sure you're capping your exposure because you've broken the optimizer so you don't want to blame the optimizer for something that you did and then besides that you have um 
you want to make sure your rank order. So you have your value order and your rank order. And you want to, after you make your, all your changes, like I'm doing now, you want to consider both is my value ordering correct? And is my rank ordering correct? Do I have, do I still think Jokic and Doncic are definitely the highest scoring players on the slate? Yes, absolutely. No question. 10 points easy for average expected value, whatever you want. You know, unclicking Shea against Phoenix seems, seems dicey. You can definitely take shots on Shea. I'm going to pop him back in the pool for 20 even. Because that, mm, uh, you know, the problem is I don't really want Durant either. If I wanted some Durant at 8%, you know, but I don't. So I just don't, we haven't had the big Durant game. Maybe it's coming. I'm just not, he doesn't seem dialed in yet this year. So that's kind of, I got eye test problems with Durant so far this year. So I think that's for what it's worth and uh, probably just throw it in the trash. But you can see, yeah, I mostly have, eh, towards the bottom, I get more selective. It's a seven-game slate, so it's not exactly you only play guys there's a positive case for. But it's more like that than a four-gamer or a two-gamer where you have to play in some questionable shooting guards or backup centers or something. You don't have to play those guys tonight, but they're good leverage. All right. I think that's all I got to say. Yeah. I told you guys to play Highsmith. You should play Highsmith. I didn't see any screenshots, so you possibly did not play. Oh, actually, wait. My apologies. We're here at the end of the show, and I did not mean to be rude, but I did see a screenshot yesterday. Yeah. Oh, and I, oh, huh. <laughs> okay, I got a couple of screenshots to talk about from yesterday. I'll start putting these at the beginning of the show. My apologies, but Cade rocked it. Almost took down 311 last night. Dude, incredible, incredible performance there. This is the, I mean, wow. I That probably would have taken down my, uh, well, definitely would have taken down the Mega 8 Sadie because I took that down with whatever, 295? With, uh, yeah, pretty thank you to Garland and thank you to stat adjustments because this 177.60. Also, you guys need to be playing this um, uh, Mega 8s qualifier. And I, this is ruining my own. I, I don't want to mess up my own uh, my own games here. But you got to check carefully for short slates in the NBA and when they're offering these Mega 8s um, satellites because 888 is a lot of money and they're playing them every Wednesday and they're playing these satellites two, three times a day. Don't do them on the main slate. On the main slate, you're not getting good enough meat on the bone. But on like the night slate, on I'm on the showdown slate, I have taken pictures. I don't have my phone right here. But I'm, I'm getting like 30, 50% ROI on these things. Like that's the expected value. Not like, ooh, I mean, my, my actual ROI is ridiculous because I won the very first one and now I've chopped the third one and I almost won the night in between. So my actual ROI is infinity or whatever on these. But I'm telling you, the expected value is what I'm what's so juicy when these lock with a hundred people in a 10 at ten dollar entry thing, huh? Oh, this wasn't <laughs> okay. Never mind. This is the one I'm telling you not to enter. This is the classic slate. I just have a lot of money now, so I win these now. But they're on the um, so this was a negative expected value thing. There are positive expected value versions of this on short slates, though. That's what I'm trying to say. So even though for me yesterday I only won because of a hilarious main slate stat adjustment, um, I think to Darius Garland getting one extra. Assist or one less turnover is what I think I figured out it was. They don't tell you. It's always like $200. Okay, I will take it, but I don't understand it. So, yeah, um, congrats to the winners again. And remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money, and hey, might as well be us.